like no other, the champions have been able to Sporting news, reviews, and previews. This is the Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to 2021. It's the Sports Desk back with Sam and Jay. Um, good morning to you, Jay, on this Friday morning on the April April 9th. Now um, we've had a late start to the year, unfortunately, <laughs> and we're still not back in the studio yet. But we're excited. Uh, that Melbourne is up and about with sports and plenty of things going on in town. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm going well. Um, just, yeah, it's been a while since we've recorded. Um, so it's good to at least have something to dish out, even though we're not in the studio. But we'll see how we go. Yep, plenty of sports about. How was your Easter? Not bad, just had a quiet one. Um, nothing special, didn't go away or anything. Just stayed at home and chilled out about yourself. Yeah, not too much. Plenty of footy, and uh, it's yes. footy is what we love seeing back in this town. Uh, we miss that. We had a great time last year during lockdown, uh, if you didn't see. Uh, we produced some live pre-game shows, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we were all stuck at home. Uh, we had something to do. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, so plenty of footy to discuss. we got the Premier League, Champions League, uh, the NBA and NBL, plenty of the usual stuff that you expect on Friday mornings on the sports desk. Um, and so, so sorry if you've missed us. <laughs> it has been a while. I know the, um, the sports test team have been putting out some other great content. And uh, sorry, content uh, like the uh, RMIT, a few interviews with some their sporting alumni. Um, so we'll get started and flow straight into our first track. Whoa, I'm at a. Uh, I need to put some WD forty. I need to oil me up. I'm a bit rusty. (laughs) (laughs) Have missed doing this, uh, but we're going to get to our first song of this morning. It's a brand new one from Jungle. It's Keep Moving right here on your sports desk on Sin on your Friday morning. Good to be back. Jungle, keep moving on your Friday morning on the sports desk. And it's time to talk some basketball uh, with Jay. Yeah, well, I guess it's a bit hard. We'll be because we're recording, pre-recording this. So I'll just go through the standings to make it easier. Um, Philly and Brooklyn in the East—they are the top two at the moment, both on thirty-five and sixteen. Um, and then over in the West, they got the Jazz up top, thirty-eight and twelve. And the Phoenix Suns doing surprisingly well this season, a second with thirty-five and fourteen. Um, currently, the Nuggets are on a hot streak at the moment of six games. I think that's the last largest active winning streak at the moment in the league tied with at least the Phoenix Suns so that's that's going all right um third in the east Milwaukee fourth Hawks fifth Hornets sixth Heat seventh Knicks eighth Celtics Celtics actually doing quite poorly at the moment they're probably a team that's surprising a few people in the poor performances they've had lately um over in the west uh, the Clippers are in third Nuggets in fourth Lakers in fifth they've got couple big injuries, obviously LeBron and Davis aren't been playing, so they've 
Got a bit of a cold streak. The Blazers are sixth, Dallas are seventh, and the Grizzlies are in eighth spot. Um, we're slowly getting towards the back end of the season. I've hit halfway, past halfway. So uh, teams are going to start, obviously, trying to lock up their spot in the playoffs. Um, and obviously, there are a few teams like Minnesota and Houston who are way down the bottom, 13 38 from Minnesota and 13 and 37 for Houston. And then over in the east, it's Pistons 15 36 and Orlando 17 33. Wizards also 17 32 and Cleveland 18 32. So they're all the teams that probably pretty much rule themselves out of playoff contention. Um, but yeah, um, it's going well. At least they started to have fans back as well in America. No, that's good. Um, in some states, so very limited tickets, about uh, maybe 4,000 I saw. I was watching the Nuggets game. They had about 4,000 there, so that was good for them. Um, at least some fans are bound to go in. Um, hopefully, they will start bumping those up as the vaccine rolls out in America. Yep. And um, what about back home in the NBL? Yeah, um, I've not followed it too much, but... Um, I think I United that, have um, won like four or five in a row. Um, yeah, they're doing winning right. the showdown, the, the, the second showdown, I think, yeah. second or third. So I look at the table, Wildcats at the top, uh, Perth Wildcats, and then United are second. Um, Phoenix third, they're doing well as well, one of the new teams. Uh, then the Sydney Kings are fourth, Hawks are fifth, Bullets sixth, Three Six is seventh, Breakers eight, and Taipans at the last spot. Um, so, yeah, that one's, I think, also starting to slowly come to a close um so it'll be interesting to see how that goes what are the games for this weekend tonight for the hawks and the phoenix uh at 7 30 then tomorrow they've got the 36ers and the wildcats united play the breakers at eight o'clock on saturday then on sunday it's the kings and the phoenix phoenix coming back for another game hawks and the taipans at five o'clock and then they've got two games during the week oh, actually they've got a whole bunch of during the week. Um, but it's Melbourne United and the Bullets playing on Monday at 7.30 and then the Breakers and the Wildcats end the round at Tuesday at 7.30. That's it for basketball. Okay, more coming up on the Sports Desk Fridays. It's good to be back um, and exciting. Plenty of sports going around in 2021 uh, and it's good to be back here on Sin. Uh, right now, it's Royal Blood with Typhoons. This is the Sports Desk on Sin. Typhoons, Royal Blood on the sports desk on your Friday morning. And aren't I glad to talk about the footy? Uh, I don't know about you, Jay, but I've absolutely loved having the footy back. We are into, I think, is it round three? Must be round three now. Four. Round four. Wow, we are really behind. <laughs> um, round four, and I've absolutely loved going to... I've even go to games that I probably wouldn't normally go to. Um, just because I've missed being in the stadium. I know we had it last year during the lockdown, but going to the game and yelling and being a part of the at atmosphere, there is nothing in the world like it, uh, and I'm glad it's back. Um, just out of curiosity, did you have you been to more games than you thought? Uh, I've only been to the Richmond games so far, but, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to suss out a bit more probably. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely good to be back. Yeah, yeah and it's... Exciting year with plenty of results, and uh, one of the games I went to last Thursday, the kick after the siren, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. 
crazy stuff. I, th- I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think the crowd, um, people under- underestimate the crowd's influence on the game um, yeah. and just getting behind your team and that can lift them. And we've seen it with crazy results. Um, but for the <laughs> the Lions to do kick after the siren uh, against the heavy pie-themed stadium, um, lots of pies around. That was great to see. Um, but I've just loved being loved being back at the footy. Uh, so we're going to enter straight into round four. Uh, we will skip. We won't talk about last night's game for you because we are recording this early, so we don't know the results. Just getting that clear. So we're going to move straight to Friday night. And this is probably one of the best games that we saw last year. We previewed this on the Facebook live stream. Port Adelaide and Richmond at Adelaide Oval. Um, I mean, where do you start, Jay? After coming off a loss, your first loss in a while, um, by the young Sydney Bloods, how do you see this game spinning out? Oh, it'll be interesting because both teams obviously coming up pretty big losses. Um, so both teams will be fired up, ready to respond. Obviously, being in Adelaide, it's going to be very tough for the Tigers as well. We've got a few injuries uh, as well coming into this one. Um, but I've heard that we've got two debutantes coming in. Will Martin and Ryan Massell uh, both going to be making their debuts for us, so that's nice. Yep. Have you seen uh, them in the twos? Martin's obviously midfielder, and then Mansell's more of a defender. Um, he was picked up in our um, supplement program we did. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, with a bit of youth into this team, that they'll be able to be energised, ready for Port Adelaide. And Port Adelaide coming off a big loss, um, being smacked by the West Coast uh, last Saturday, um, which is unlike them. We, we haven't seen them be pumped like that in a while. Um, they sm- absolutely smacked Essendon the week before, so... Uh, insane to see. How, how do you see the, their young guns? Because they're, they're probably one of the favourites for the flag this year. Yeah, I mean, I guess we always talk, we mean, people have always talked about Rosie, Dozma, Butters, those guys. Um, so Butters, I suppose, is suspended at the moment. So that was a big loss for them uh, going to Eagles game. But um, they're, they're a well-coached team and they'll be ready to respond. Um Against us, especially after that prelim last year, they'll definitely be hungry to get revenge on us. So expect a fiery contest, I reckon. Yeah, it's it's almost become a new rivalry, a new modern rivalry, yeah. the, the Tigers yeah. and Port Adelaide. Um, classic, classic last couple of games. Um, well, we're going to go straight into tips now then. Uh, I th- Adelaide Oval, oh, God, they've got some... I think last time they were got so fiery in the crowd, a bit of bourbon and coke went on... Uh, <laughs> I can't remember which player. Lynch, yeah, yeah, that's right. Hostile environment down there. I, I'm actually uh, thinking of maybe going to an away game there this year because I've realised I'm not... Apart from Geelong, I've not been to an away game interstate or anything, so maybe yeah, that's man. a plan for 2021. Okay, so that game is 7.50 tonight. Um... You know what? I'm going to take Port Adelaide. I reckon you're going to go too deep. Um, Port will be wanting to bounce back after a complete shellacking. Um, I know you boys will want to as well, the Tigers. Um, but I think, I don't know. I don't know. They, they've been talking in this week uh, a lot about the zone defence, how it might not be working in this new structured game. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think Richmond can adapt pretty quickly and... Uh, make some changes to suit this new style? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it showed on the weekend. 
the, against Sydney, they were just so quick off um, rebounding off defensive 50. We just couldn't get back in time. They were getting uncontested marks galore. So it's definitely exposed the zone defense. Um, whether we can adjust, I'm sure we can. It's just how long it will take if it takes a week and get ready for port or it could take a few weeks, I don't know. So hopefully it does happen soon. Okay, well, that's the Port Adelaide and Tigers tonight at 7.50. Uh, don't miss the start of that, of round four. Um, and Saturday, Super Saturday, we've got the Dogs and the Lions uh, kicking off from one thirty-five from Mars Stadium in Ballarat, which we haven't seen for a while. Uh, hopefully, I think they sold tickets out pretty quick. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that game goes. Um, how do you see the, I know Lions have finally got their win against Collingwood, uh, it was getting a bit worrying that they were going to be stuck down here for a couple of weeks and they wouldn't be able to well, cope, uh, or just, just maybe adjust to it. Uh, first couple of losses. I mean, the loss against Geelong, that would have stung. I mean, everyone in Victoria, everyone in Australia knew that was an incorrect decision. Yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunately given Geelong some more points. Um, but for Brisbane's sake, I think that's a team-lifting win, a goal after the siren, uh, especially against a side um, like Collingwood. Um, that's going to lift them. Uh, but the Bulldogs this year, they are looking terrifying. Uh, and it was a lot of build-up last year uh, with Adam Trelaw coming in and that their midfield was going to be super hot. But I didn't expect them to bounce out of the gates like that. They have been absolutely amazing. Josh Bruce last week. Uh, I know they did play North Melbourne, but it's still an opposition team. <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, tr- um, training cones, although it did look like at some stages. Um, but ten goals, massive, absolutely massive. Um, it's good to see the game switching back to maybe it was about 10, 20, 10 or twelve years ago when you had the big forwards kicking bags. Um, it's footy that I've missed for a long while. I don't think I've seen players do that for years like um days we had fev it's funny that you'd have a close game all the way through and uh you'd have the top you know key forwards kicking six or seven uh, crazy stuff um but have you seen the dogs yeah they've they've definitely impressed uh obviously that midfield everyone was talking about that start of the year it's going to be a deadly midfield it's definitely showing um in that midfield and they're me, obviously, that first game against Collingwood, it was a bit, you know, getting adjusted to the new system. But I think he started to settle in a bit more now um, after a bit more time with the Dogs. And overall, they're just playing really good football. I'm liking the way Tim English is playing as well. He's starting to develop really nicely for them as well. Um, be interesting, obviously, to see if Bruce can back up. I mean, it's hard to back up 10 goals, but um, to continue that form and, you know, kick another few against uh, the Lions would be good. But yeah, this one will be interesting, though. I mean, Ballarat's neutral territory, so um, it'll be interesting to see who wins this one. I think they've played a few down there, um, Bulldogs, now. They've, they're kind of taking on the same... Uh, that's the same place where Western United have been playing a few fixtures as well. That whole Western, they want to capture a lot um, of further fans out, which is good that many people who live in regional Victoria can't always get down to Melbourne to see a game, so... Um, it's good to see we can see some games in the community like that. Um, all right, tips on that one. Uh, I think that it's going to be such a close game. I, I really don't know where to call it here. Um, and you could you could hardly say that um, almost now that 
Brisbane have adjusted to being down here pretty quick. They'll be quick on the mark. It's not like they've had to come off a plane. Um, so in that sense, it's going to be pretty even. I just think I can't argue with dogs' form. I think the dogs have been incredible so far, and they're definitely going to be up high, maybe in the top four finish this year. So I'm going to take the dogs. Yeah, I think I'll have to take them as well. It's too good a form. I mean, North Melbourne's hard to judge off them, but yeah, uh, their style is just so good at the moment. Okay, moving on to the next game. 4.35 at Marvel Stadium. It's St Kilda taking on the West Coast Eagles. Um, St Kilda have had a shocker. Shocker start to the season. Uh, not what we expected. Um, they almost didn't turn up to that game against Essendon. Um, but hopefully they might be able to pull something out. The Eagles coming off their win. Uh, big shellacking against Port Adelaide. Uh, I think the week before. Oh yeah, that tight loss to um, the Dogs which was probably one of the best games I've seen in a while. So, yeah, that game as well. Um, tough one. I don't know where to go here. I think St Kilda need to really show something here because they've struggled. Have they, They've got a win, haven't they? They've got one win against the Giants, right? Giants, yep. yeah. I think they're going to have to really show something in this game or this could get ugly. It could be another um, big victory for the Eagles. What about you? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Eagles. I just think um, they've got... Obviously, it's away, but I think... They're starting to bounce back. It was a good win against Port, and hope they reckon they can keep that form going. What are your thoughts on St Kilda? Like, um, because they've been so talked about. I know they've got a few injuries, um, but to make the finals like that last year and then just completely drop off at the start of this mm-hmm. season, what what does that come down to? Is it mentality? Is it is it just um, getting into the swing of the year? I, I, I don't know. It's it's the new rules that have changed some teams. I don't think it should really change the way St Kilda play. I think it should help the way St Kilda play. Yeah, they, they like to play a fast game. Yep. Um, so like the man on the mark rule should suit them. Um, they just obviously, that Essendon game, I don't know what to make of that. It's just every team has a bad game, like a really bad game of the year, and yep. this, this is going to be their one. So hopefully they learn a lot from that and they can respond because if they lose this one, finals is looking very unlikely for them. And I think I think they should bounce back, um, at least to make a competitive game. Uh, I think Rats mm. is a great coach. So, yeah, I, I still will t- take the Eagles, though. 7.25, it's the Gold Coast Suns and Carlton at Metricon Stadium um, up in the Gold Coast. Big game, this, for the Blues. Um, finally getting something for me to cheer about last Sunday. Fantastic performance against Fremantle. Um, it was good to finally sing the song. I feel like I don't sing the song very much. So. <laughs> Yeah. After the interesting first two rounds, I'm, I mean, after the effort that we put into round one, we did fade away in the last five minutes because, obviously, you know, Tigers are a great team. Uh, but I really thought we showed something that game to try and... We did slip, um, but I really thought we showed something for game one. And then game two, Collingwood, oh, my God, it was a shocker. Harry Mackay finally getting going. You must be happy with that. Big Harry, um, can't argue with him. Kicked, was it seven, six or seven, four? He seven, had a few five. misses as well. He's he's still kicking around the body. He needs to, <laughs> if you can get that straight kicking, uh, he's going to become dangerous. And I'm just thinking about, I was dreaming in my head when him and Charlie, they he comes into oh, the team okay. as well. It's going to be a scary forward line if they can get the game going. Yeah, but as I said with the Collingwood Gamers, just no effort. It just... 
just was a total disaster, but we had to respond, and we did, arguably with an injury-ridden Fremantle, but uh, we still showed something, and I think we need to continue showing something. It can't be a one-off if if we come out of this with a loss. Um, I dare say we, we aren't progressing at all, so uh, we need to keep the wins rolling, and I think we can pull off... Um, Win against Gold Coast. I, I know they they've lost their ruckman, I think, as well, as well as Matty Rao. They got a few injuries. I think we are a, a, a higher stage than them, um, but we need to show that. <laughs> we need to show they've. We've our younger guys are probably a bit older than now, so I'm going to back in the Blues for this. Uh, well, they have a good fight against Adelaide. We're in good form, Gold Coast. So. Uh, yeah, the, the Wits injury is very big for them. He's an integral part of their team. So I think you guys will get it done on them. will be nice for two wins in a row on the trot. Yeah. <laughs> um, also on Saturday night, 7.25, so same time, uh, Collingwood and the Giants. Um, interesting game here. Collingwood com- coming off a loss. And Giants, they are one of two teams to not have a win this year. It's just been a disaster for them this year. I'd... I watched the game, uh, yeah, it was the week before, it was last weekend, uh, against Fremantle, and they just looked non-existent. It was just just terrible. I watched, the, it was interesting to come and watch them this season after watching the Amazon Prime documentary uh, and seeing a lot of insight into the club. If you've not watched that, 100% recommend you watch that. I, d- I don't think Stephen Coniglio, I think, is the right captain for that club. Um, they look a bit lost, and he just doesn't seem to be... A strong leader for them. Um, I know they've got plenty of problems um, going on, but they need to sort something. And uh, big game, big opportunity here. They need to pull something out or they're in serious trouble, the Giants. Yeah, I think, as you said, that doco did give a lot of insight, especially when Caniglia got dropped last year. Yep. Um, so it just sort of shows his... I mean, they were talking about, you know, he's not got as much confidence in himself as a captain. Um where that's continued on to this year, who knows? Um, but that whole team you know, has to take accountability for the way they're playing. Um, not just the captain, but I don't know what it is to be 0-3, um, considering you made a grand final two years ago, and they're still a pretty young list. Like it's, it's not really changed that much in two years. So and I think they've got a good sort of crop of guys in their team that should be stepping up, and they're not. Yeah, um, like they so. lost Jeremy Cameron, but like... That's one player that they can, you know, develop a new player out of that. Yep. Um, other than that, it's not really changed. So, yeah, it's, I don't know, they've gone backwards. So, a loss here and I don't know what they're going to be doing. Owen four. I hate to say it, but I think I'm going to take the pies because I just don't yeah, know if yeah. I'm confident enough in them for them to turn it around as much as I'd like them to turn it around. Um, I'm sad to say that I might think they've got another loss. Yeah, same here. Okay, moving on to Sunday. Uh, speaking of team who's got a lot of losses, it's North Melbourne and uh, the Adelaide Crows from Marvel. Um, interesting here. And, uh, I mean, North lost their coach and they've lost a few guys. A lot of team, a lot of the team is pretty much young. I think it's a different situation for Giants though, uh, North though, because their crop of young guys are super young. Um, and I would have thought Giants would have been a bit more progressive than them at the minute, but they're just not even showing up. So, yeah, it's interesting, North. Have you have you seen North this season? Oh, they had potential coming in. Like, everyone wouldn't have probably thought it would be this bad. Like, you'd think at some point they're going to turn it around. They brought Stevenson in. 
um, from Collingwood. Uh, you thought you know a couple more goals on their on their tally, but Zerha hasn't really stepped up as he should have. Probably there's just a lot of problems structurally in that team. They're not really like I see the way they play. They don't you know they get the ball and they don't do anything. They don't take any risks. They just sort of stagnant the whole time. So yep. they got no confidence in their system. I reckon. Or I don't know what to really say about it. Yeah, just, I don't know how long the coach has been in a job, but. With the game changes as well and that sort of thing, it's a bit slow to adapt, and uh, especially in this fast-moving game that we're now in, you can't be stagnant at all because mm. otherwise 128 points by the Bulldogs last weekend will repeatedly happen. <laughs> oh, um, good Friday, that's their marquee game, yeah? They, yeah. They keep stuffing that marquee game up. They're not going to have it anymore. So interesting for North, and, and, and of course Adelaide had a horror season last year, but uh, they've shown this year that they don't want to be down there. They've been too scarred from being down there, um, so they don't want to be anywhere near the bottom, so they're continuing on with a couple of wins. Um, I, th- I think I think North might, might show up for this game. I think they might be into it, um, but I think the Crows will be too strong. Yeah, I think Texas, uh, he's come back into form as well, which is... Good to see. It's it's funny to see late in his career. Uh, I mean, he's thirty. He's not too old, but uh, but he yeah, had a pretty quiet true. year, and he's already doubled his goal count that he kicked last year. Um, yeah, he's cruising. So this new game style is really suiting him. So he might kick a bag. All right, that game. Um, moving on to Melbourne and Geelong on Sunday, three twenty p.m. at the MCG. Uh, this is an absolutely massive game. Melbourne are on a roll here. Um, they are looking fantastic. They are looking like a team that could be easily in the eight this year. Uh, love the way that they're playing. Um, and I think Geelong uh, it was a scrappy game that one on Sunday, um, uh, Easter Monday. Yeah. Scrappy game, I think. They were lucky to get over the line with that in Geelong. Uh, they've not been at their best this year. They're still scrambling to get away with wins, but they've not been at their Geelong best. Um, so I think Melbourne might be able to pull an upset here. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with you because, yeah, I mean, a lot of people said also Geelong's style doesn't really suit the new rules. Yeah. They play a very slow game. A lot of kicking around and not a lot happening. And it did almost cost them against Hawthorne. So are you taking Melbourne, Melbourne too? Yeah, I'll take Melbourne. Okay, and the final game of the round, uh, Fremantle Dockers and the Hawthorne Hawks uh, from Optus Stadium at 4.40pm. Fremantle, of course, coming off the loss, and Hawthorne off a tight loss. Um, I reckon Hawthorne can win this, maybe. Uh, They've been all right. Uh, Fremantle were fantastic the week before against GWS, but just a couple of injuries and stuff that they... Absolutely got smacked. I know they'll be wanting to answer that um, with, with with a win in front of their home crowd. Um, but I think this might be a close one. I think Hawthorne might win this. Have you yeah, seen Hawthorne. both of these teams? I like CJ a lot, the, uh, the half-backer. Oh, that run um, through the middle of the MCG. That was oh, fantastic. It just... Yeah. Sometimes you can he, really see with a player and just little bits of play like that, they, they're going to be a genuine star. And yeah, the week before, he done argued Dusty as well. That was, <laughs> that was very, very iconic. So, um, yeah, he's a good player. And, I mean, overall, that team's it's a pretty good team. It's just, again, the final results. Like They probably should have finished off Geelong on Monday, but I think they'll get it done here against Fremantle. 
Okay, well, that's the round. We might as well quickly look at the ladder sitting pretty at the top. Bulldogs, Swans second. Just crazy young side, the Swans. Melbourne, Port, West Coast, Richmond, Geelong, and Adelaide sitting in the top eight. I know it's early to be talking about the top eight, but... um, And then, of course, yes, three from the bottom, St Kilda, Giants, and North to finish it off. An exciting round four of the footy ahead. Um, excited, um, can't wait to be at the games, um, we might have some special content, we don't know yet, but special content coming away, um, from the games exclusives, sports desk Friday soon, so hopefully, uh, that may happen, but, uh, we just love the footy, don't we? Yeah, that's it, <laughs> good to be um, back. More sport coming up next, we've got the Premier League, Champions League, A-League, plenty of stuff to talk about on your Friday morning. On the sports desk, this is Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds with Blue Moon Rising. This is Sin. Blue Moon Rising, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds on the sports desk. And it's time to talk the round ball game. And first up with the Champions League. Uh, Now, as I said earlier in the show, we are pre-recording. So unfortunately... (laughs) We can't really talk too much about the Champions League because we don't yet know the results. I know the people listening at home will. Uh, Bayern and PSG and Porto and Chelsea, we don't know those results. But the results we do know are Real Madrid uh, with a 3-1 win over Liverpool and Man City with a 2-1 win over Dortmund in the first leg of the quarterfinals. How did you see? We'll start off with the Real Madrid game. Uh, How did you see that? Yeah, I mean, I thought... Real Madrid were just the better team on the day. There was no sort of doubt about it. I thought they looked the more comfortable team out there. Obviously, Liverpool, they managed to get a goal, but ultimately I think it was just Real Madrid were the superior team. Um, good to see uh, a couple of scores from uh, Real Madrid. I mean, I don't know if they can win the whole thing um, with their team, but to take out Liverpool in the first leg is a good start. Hopefully they can back it up in the second leg. Yeah, Vinicius Jr. with uh, two goals, 27th minute and the 65th minute, and Marco Alonso, uh, sorry, Marco Asensio, wrong player there, <laughs> the 36th minute, and yes, Mohamed Salah uh, with the one goal for Liverpool. Very fast at Vinicius Jr. He, he does well in my FIFA team. <laughs> He's got the super pace, that man. Very scary. Um, on to Man City and Dortmund. That was a very close thriller. Uh, with Kevin De Bruyne scoring in the 19th minute, Phil Foden in the 90th to seal it, and the uh, equaliser, um, 84th minute from Marco Royce. Uh, I'll say, as a Bayer City fan, we got away with that one pretty lucky. There were a couple decisions there. I think the goal that, uh, I can't remember who it was, but they pushed through past, um, past Edison, and it was a foul. Uh, the ref blew the whistle, I think, before he kicked it, so they didn't count it anyway. There wasn't any VAR review of it because it wasn't counted as a goal because it was after play, um, after the whistle was blown. So pretty lucky with that one. Uh, and then I think there was a decision early on where it was a penalty, something to do with um, uh, Rodri. Um, but I think Rodri was just going down in the box just per usual, there was no contact at all, uh, so that one was reversed. Um, and then they really pressed in that last 15, 20 minutes. 
Uh, intense game all the way through. Uh, but then Phil Foden with the fantastic winner. Uh, just just insane. What were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, well, as you were talking about the decision by the ref to call. I mean, he called it very early, that foul. Um, had he not, they probably would have brought the VAR out. Um, and then who knows what would have happened from there. Um, normally, I, I don't know, I, I was watching the review of it um, on Optus and they were just talking about how had he not waited for the goal to go through um, by, I think it was Bellingham, um, they would then bring it back and do the VAR, the whole thing, and you know they probably would have allowed the goal. Um, they probably would have caught a foul. I didn't think it was a foul, like, um, obviously, the ref saw the knee go up and he assumed that it was a high knee that should be a foul normally. But, I mean, I don't know what you thought about uh, whether it was a foul or not, but uh, I thought it was all, all ball and not too high of that knee. So that should have been played on a goal, yeah. which would have made it one all as well it at that probably time. Probably should have been. So, yeah. As a Bias City fan, it hurts me to say it. <laughs> um, we were a bit lucky there. Uh, but the scary thing is, it's two legs and aggregate goal count. So uh, yeah, they did get huge. an away goal. But yeah, I just and apparently too, there was something, an incident happened as well. Uh, a referee's assistant uh, was asking a player for autographs during the match yeah, in the tunnel. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> I think there was lines or something. <laughs> so very unprofessional for these, yeah. you know, high-grade Champions League officials. <laughs> not the time to be doing that. Maybe no. after the game. Was it after the game? I'm not sure when that incident that was. was but. I mean, they've got cameras everywhere. You can't really get away with that stuff. <laughs> so very, I was in the tunnel, I think, so very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. Um, but, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts just on, I know we can't really cover them because we don't know the results, but your, your thoughts on some of the other teams, like Bayern and PSG and Chelsea and Porto? Yeah, um, I guess if it were tipping now, I'd probably, I, I just like, Bayern. I've always had a little soft spot for Bayern. Uh, also PSG, but I think um, I'm going to be going for PSG. Uh, sorry, Bayern in this first leg. I mean, probably in this whole leg um, over PSG. And then Porto and Chelsea. I'd probably like to see Porto get up over Chelsea as well. Where that will happen, I don't know. Um, obviously, some of your listeners will know. But uh, yeah, those are probably my two tips. Okay. Moving on now to the Premier League. And, you know, coming into the sports test here, I didn't think I'd be in this position uh, where it's pretty much set and done again. And for City. Yeah, so City being in a top position where, I mean, it's over. <laughs> over, boys. <laughs> um, unless we, I mean, is it unless we lose every other game. I would think I'm not sure the mathematical. So even if we lost every other game, which is like seven games left. Yeah, you're up 14 points plus goal difference. Uh, I'd say so. I love that Manchester United are second, though. That that must sting for them. <laughs> That's always great. 20 goal difference between you two. Yeah, it's a shame. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love being in this position, but I'd love it to be closer. Yeah. I missed out on some of the seasons where it was super close, you know. But we will get to the round, uh, kicking off Saturday uh, at 5am, the first game, Fulham and Wolves. Have you seen their performance this season? Uh, yeah, look, uh, Fulham's just been average, I guess. Um, 
Relegation would, zone, they're, they're looking like they will drop down again, come in for one season, then yeah, bye to Fulham. back out, unfortunately. Yep. Um, but on the other hand, the Wolves, I mean, they've been up and down this season. Um, probably avoid relegation. I think relegation is almost locked away between, I mean, it'll be probably between, you know, Brighton to all the way down to Sheffield. So um, hopefully they'll, they should get up here, I think. Um, they've still got a chance to move up. The, the table a bit um, into maybe the top 10 but I think uh, yeah the Wolves are looking a lot better than the former that's for sure yeah yeah uh, interesting though they've they've not had a win in five games I think it is now they've had a draw and a draw in their last game um, interesting bit disappointing for Wolves they, they started off really well um, yeah. and then just fallen down um, so I'm probably going to tip them in um, even though Fulham are battling for relegation, that uh, uh, Wolves will walk away with the Chockeys this round. Uh, on to the next game, Man City and Leeds United at 9.30pm, an early one. Uh, excited to say, I don't know this is only relevant and related to me, but I just thought it's pretty funny because it's never happened before. Uh, it's a triple header for me. We've got Melbourne City heading in straight into Carlton and Gold Coast, straight into Man City and Leeds. It's it's insane. Uh, well, so that's uh, a night at the pub sad. for that one. Saturday sorted for you. <laughs> it's just it's this crazy <laughs> fixture. Like so many things have to align for that to happen. Uh, but moving yeah. on, yeah, Man City Leeds have been not too bad this year. Um, pretty well They're sitting mid table for a first year in. Um, not looking too bad. Some of the young guys have been really good. Have you seen Leeds? Yeah, I've, I mean, I, when we last re- I guess recorded. Start of the season, I was always saying Leeds will be that team that I'm sort of going for as well because um, I play them on FIFA. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they've done all right, as you said, mid table, first season. Can't be complained as a Leeds fan, I guess. Um, and it'll be interesting, I guess. City obviously basically locked it away, but and you know, coming off the Champions League, how they'll play this one out, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, w- um, I wonder how Pep's going to be actually, um, whether he might be. I feel like he still wants to, you know, win a trophy as far and as best as possible. Uh, I still think he has that mentality. I don't think he'll let the Prem slip, uh, even though there is big Champions Leagues on the game. So I don't think we'll let that slide too easily. Uh, But uh, remembering back to the fixture early on, it was a close game uh, last time City played Leeds. I I think City are going to continue their run of hot form. Uh, Leeds will give us a crack, but I just don't think they'll be good enough. But they've been being pretty good this year. On to Liverpool and Aston Villa Sunday midnight. Yeah, interesting with Liverpool. Down to seventh position. Um, Aston Villa in ninth. They both started off pretty well. Um, and then there was that game. This is the replay of the big game that was 7-2 last year, I think we had. Um, what are your thoughts on Liverpool and Aston Villa? Yeah, well, they're pretty close on the table in stand for ninth. Um, Liverpool have sort of bounced back a little bit in the Prem, one two on the trot now. So, um, I don't know, it'll be interesting. I, I like the way Aston Villa play, so I'll, I'll probably, I mean, it's in an infield, but I think I'm going to go Aston Villa in an upset. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to take Villa too. Um, Crystal Palace and Chelsea, Sunday, 2.30 a.m., um, Crystal Palace, I'm just looking at them on the table now, about 12th, 
Uh, and Chelsea, fifth, just hanging in for a Europa League spot. Uh, disappointingly, I think Chelsea have had not the season that they wanted, even though it's fifth. Uh, they did lose their manager midway through the season as well. Uh, but spending all that money, I mean, Werner, uh, I have, to be honest, I haven't seen him in the last couple of weeks, but he's just not been the striker that they expected him to be and some of the players that have fit into the team. Um I mean, they've done, done pretty well the last five games. They've only had one loss, two draws. Uh, last game was a loss. Uh, sorry, a draw. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe not. The, there was very high expectations of the players that they brought in, but maybe not to the level that we thought. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, as you said, Tim Werner hasn't done a whole lot as they probably would have expected for him. And overall, I mean, they haven't been playing too well in the Prem. I mean, they lost to West Brom last week, I think. Uh, yes. 5-2, was it? That's right. Is that right? It's showing me... Oh, I'm reading... Okay, I'm reading the... Ta- <laughs> oh, sports two. Desk Return. I'm reading the most recent last five games backwards. So, oh. yes, the last game. <laughs> so, last. <laughs> yes, I got it right. West Brom, who were second last. So, you let five goals go off West Brom. Um, I mean, I didn't watch that game. I don't know what their team was like then, but... They'll have the Champions League as well during the week. I don't know. I give Crystal Palace a chance as well. Yep. I reckon it could be a draw here. Uh, yeah. And it's a, and in Selhurst Park. I reckon there could be a, you know, set here. Wilfred Zaha, don't doubt the Zaha. Don't mess with the Zaha. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Burnley and Newcastle play Sunday at 9pm. Um, Newcastle, what a shocker. I did not expect them to be down there. They're just sitting above relegation zone in 17th spot. Wow, yeah. And it's funny, all the talk at the start of the season that they're going to be the next big, you know, heavily invested team in the Premier League. And, yeah, shame for them being down there. Yeah, yeah. back there again, unfortunately. Um, I mean, Burnley's not done too much better themselves. They're only four points ahead of yep. Newcastle. So yeah, they've just got to they got to win this one. Make sure they avoid that relegation zone. I think they should be all right for relegation, but they got to win this one to make sure of that. I, th- I think uh, Newcastle need to pull something out if they want to stay above that scary drop zone. Um, on to the next game. It is West Ham and Leicester City Sunday, eleven oh five p.m. Uh, West Ham. Just looking at them on the table here. Third, fourth. Fourth, yeah. Pretty good season, West Ham. Yeah, they're in, they're in good form. They were a little, uh, they've won. Uh, they won last week. Who did they beat last week? Uh, oh, who did they beat last week? Uh, uh, Wolf, the Wolves. Um, but yeah, to sit um, fourth yep. with eight games to go, pretty good. Um, unless, uh, I mean, they were, they were hype at the start of the year. I mean, they dropped off a little bit. And, um, they should still hopefully get Champions League. But it'd be good to see West Ham as well get in the Champions League. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting to see uh, a new crop of teams in there. Um, that's it. Okay. Uh, Tottenham uh, and Man United, uh, Monday, 1.30 a.m. Um, Man United, of course, sitting second, and Tottenham sitting in sixth position, 49, just out of that top zone. Tottenham will be wanting to... Try and break into that top five to at least get some Europa League action. Man, you three on the trot. Yeah, 2-1 over Brighton for Man United last week. and Sorry, not last week. It was the week before with international break. 
Uh, 2-2. It was a draw with Newcastle. That probably, yeah, Man U for me. Based off that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I think um, Man United for me as well. Sheffield and Sheffield and Arsenal Monday the twelfth of April four a.m. Uh, Sheffield again one of those ones a team that was up there last season and was looking one of the big ones to finish in, you know in the top half of the table but sitting at the bottom twentieth position and Arsenal have a pretty up and down season literally splitting the middle in tenth position uh, uh, you're coming off a loss who did you lose to Liverpool oh Liverpool three 0 okay. How do you see your boys going up against them? Oh, I always worry about the lower-ranked <laughs> teams. Um, it's the Arsenal way. Yeah, I think we're obviously focused on the Europa League the way. I mean, we had a little good patch uh, a few weeks ago of form, but dropped off again. So, yeah, I mean, this is a this is a game any team should win. Hopefully, we get it done. I mean, I'd be really embarrassed if we lose to the last place team but yeah I think yeah we're not going to make Europa <laughs> we're not going to make definitely not making Champions League so well we can all besides Europa Europa's our only hope of Champions League so hopefully just get the win and move on yeah I think you might be able to come off with a win even though Sheffield will be fighting for life but I think I think the uh, no chance for them now to even resurface out of there is there not a chance nope. no Last two games of the rounds: uh, West Brom, Southampton, Tuesday, three a.m. Uh, West Brom, of course, coming off a win against Chelsea, big win for them, uh, their first year in. But again, well, if that's anything to go by for the Arsenal game, West Brom was sitting above Sheffield, and they bet Chelsea. So, if that's a scary. <laughs> Not as good as Chelsea. <laughs> no, and Southampton um, sitting thirteenth. That's uh, about where they usually are, aren't they? Yeah. There's some teams it's that just the past five years have finished in the same regular spot. Oh, I, th- I think I have to be go with Southampton, uh, even though West Brom will look good. Uh, I, th- I think like Danny Ings, and they've got some good. Who's that guy that keeps getting the free kicks? He's been pretty good free kicks this season. Yeah, Southampton, you'd think yeah, it'd be hard for West Brom to do it back-to-back, but, but you never know. Brighton and Everton for the final game of the Premier League for this round. Uh, Brighton, again, pretty disappointing. Getting rid of a lot of their players. I mean, we lost Moy this year, and then we lost um, Arsenal keeper now. Two Australians. Right. They got rid of them. Maybe that was the big mistake. They're sitting 16th, uh, and Everton... In the top, on the top eight, uh, there was big hype for Everton early in the season, but they kind of faded away. Yeah, you'd think they'd get done though, and they can move up to. Well, they've actually got a game in hand. They're twenty-nine games in, so they can move up to sixth if they win this one. Everton. Yep. Okay. Well, that's uh, all the Premier League for now. We've got the A League. And a brand new segment up next. Uh, can't wait to get into that. And that's going to be it for the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. This is a new one. Plenty of new music coming out in 2021. And this is the Foo Fighters with Waiting on a War. I've been waiting on a war since I was young. Foo Fighters Waiting on a War on the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. And it's time to talk some A-League.
Now, we're running a bit short for time, um, but I couldn't start without talking about, yes, uh, we are both Melbourne City <laughs> fans, so this will be a bit biased, this com- conversation, um, but uh, just wanted to mention uh, how it was great to see a massive run. I know Western United pulled it to a halt, um, uh, and then we got one back, but it was nice to see, I think we had seven, seven in a row, was it? Yeah, yep. Uh, impressive to see from the boys. So, yeah, congratulations on them. With uh, It's been a turnaround season for them. We started off a little sloppy, and uh, a lot of people were giving crap to Kisnorbo. They were already saying Kisnorbo out by, like, round three, and I was like, come on, man. Come on, man. Be realistic here. <laughs> and then what had happened, we had one of the best runs we've had, I think, in the club's history. So uh, uh, that's been pretty good. Um, but we will get through the round quickly now. MacArthur start off the round tonight against Brisbane Raw at 7:05 p.m. How do you think? How do you seen them go in their first season? Uh, yeah, I think they've they've definitely lived up to the hype. Um, seeing third, which is uh, it's good for the competition to see a new team come in and make a quick impact. Um, especially, uh, yeah, I mean they've they're looking really good. I can't really say much else. They've Come up against uh, Perth the other week, uh, the other day in two nil. So um, yeah, they're looking good. They're looking real good. I'm really happy to see competitions expanded and it's worked for them. So um, good on the A League for bringing a team like this in. Yep. And your tip for that game tonight? <sighs> Brisbane yeah, coming okay, up a one-one draw. I'll go, I'll go for them. Macarthur. Yep. I think I'm going to go for them uh, as well. Yeah. Coming off a two nil win against yep. Perth Glory. Uh, next to Saturday, 3.05pm, uh, it's Newcastle Jets and Melbourne Victory. Melbourne Victory having an absolute shocker this season. Uh, I thought last year was bad, but this year, whew, most recently them lo- losing 3-0 in the big blue. Um, with Cam Sober getting a red card uh, early on in the uh, the game, but they just had a shocker this season. Um, and what did they do a couple of weeks ago when after they had that 6-0 loss to Melbourne City? Uh, the line has been crossed. They turn up to the training, but uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't changed the line since. So, <laughs> yeah, a similar story. So, I'm just gonna have to back in Newcastle. Newcastle coming off a loss, but um, they're not as depleted as Victory have been. So, I'm gonna say Newcastle for that one. Yep, same. Sydney FC and Melbourne City at 5.05, Saturday, 10th of April. Sydney FC, of course, coming off a 3-0 big win. And Melbourne City getting a turnaround win on Monday night against the Wellington Phoenix. Super subs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Subs are important. I've said this a lot of times. I hate when sometimes when coaches are stubborn and they won't bring anyone on fresh legs when it's not working because changes can do everything. And what did they do? They took off the two wingers. Craig Noon and Andrew Naboo and brought on two new um, young guys, uh, Kolakowski, Tillo, Marcus Tillo, is that right? Yeah, Mark Tillo. Um, incredible. Assisted each other and got the winner. Um, and then, of course, um, saved on the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, his name will come to me soon. Uh, incredible young kid as well. Saved on the line. He got the first goal of the game. How do you think we'll go against Sydney? We've already defeated them once this year. Yeah. But I think uh, it's going to be a real challenge. Yeah. Well, Sydney, I mean, they're kind of fighting at the moment to hold top six. Western United's right on their tail. So um, they'll be fired up, uh, as will we. We're right up there to knock off Central Coast at the top. 
Um, so it's a big game in different respects for the clubs. But hopefully we get done. Keep uh, keep the good times rolling. Yep. Curtis Good was the guy I was trying to remember. Apologies oh, yeah. for that. Also, and to next game, Adelaide United and Western Sydney Wanderers, 7-10. The Western Sydney Wanderers coming off a draw with Brisbane and Adelaide coming off a 2-1 loss to Central Coast. Closing out the top is going to be interesting. Adelaide are up there, MacArthur as well in their first season. They're sitting third. Central Coast still top, so it's going to be interesting for that game. I think uh, Adelaide are going to bounce back. Uh, So Adelaide for me. Yeah, Adelaide for me too. Wellington Phoenix and Western United Sunday the 11th um, at 7.05pm. I think uh, United, that, that big win, they played somewhere more recently than that, though. Yep, they had a 1-0 win over Newcastle Jets and, of course, finally getting a win over Melbourne City. So that will give them some ammo to push through. Wellington Phoenix, it was a close one. I think that's going to be a draw, that game. So a draw for me. What about for you? No, I think Western United... To you know, they want to push that top six. They got to win this one, so I'm um, going with them. Newcastle Jets and Perth Glory. Uh, well, oh, 7:05 Tuesday. My matchup, but I'd have to say Perth Newcastle have been pretty disappointing this season. And the last game of this match week: Adelaide United Macarthur. Oh, that's a good one. Um, It'll be interesting because you don't know how yeah. they're going to play in the other games. But yeah. I'll just go MacArthur. I just like them. I like the way they're playing. Okay, that is the A-League. Uh, we're almost finished, uh, but we've got one more segment we're going to introduce. Uh, it's called The Grill, The Sports Desk Grill. If there's something annoys you this week in the sporting world, I'm going to start off. I've got two. First of all, this I'm, I'm going to attack you, Jay, for this because this is your mob, so... Oh, no. um, <laughs> Tigers fans, they've had a lot, you know, in the last couple of years. They're two grand finals in what three years, and yes. they can't sit through one loss. I, I there are apparently loads of Tigers supporters at three quarter time at Jollymont Station. I was not one of them. I was at that game. I did not move. Yeah, it's not good to see that. No, uh, not good for footy. Um, so all those Tiger fans, even if you're listening, that's not appropriate. Um, <laughs> stick through. You've got to stick through your team, through thick so and one thin. Loss, we're three games in. Calm yeah. down, guys. It's, we've had big losses before, and we've won premierships off them. So. Uh, yeah, I had to stick through the Collingwood loss and <laughs> be with that mob at the end of the game, and that was horrible. No, they're, they're but but that's what you've got to do as part of supporting a club. You've got to be there yeah. through thick and thin. So we don't want to yeah. see more of that. <laughs> we will uh, port you no. out. Um, and then another one for me is Marvel Stadium. Marvel Stadium. Cut the music. I went to two games at Marvel Stadium over the weekend, so it's not the club's choice. I mean, maybe they get a say, but after the home team of every goal, they played some generic pop song and just totally crushed any sort of atmosphere out of the stadium. Uh, even when it was pumping with Collingwood and it was absolutely loud, blasting... Katy Perry or Miley Cyrus or something, just just not the vibe. Not after a goal, pre-game, in the breaks to build up. Sure, we want to hear some rock, you know. Yeah. But but just after a goal, the footy's got the crowd and atmosphere enough. We've we've lived many years without it. So after a goal, I don't think it's for us. I, I don't think it. I know they're trying new things, like fan engagement and all that, but that I don't think works. Well, normally they have 
like a special effect for home teams, like a bit of G. Like, yeah, they have a big. They have a tiger roll when we kick a goal. Yeah, see, that's fine. That's all you need. Less is more is the key, and yeah, some generic song. Strobe lights. Yeah, the MCG's looking good with that. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that's fair point. Fair point. That's uh, not appropriate. Oh, and yet. one more thing. Marvel Stadium, the siren is pretty... <laughs> the siren is know. too quiet. They need to turn it up. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well, What's I your grill? I wouldn't know, but good to you mention it, if I ever go there. I haven't actually prepared anything. I didn't uh, think we were doing a new <laughs> segment, <laughs> but um, I guess I can agree with what you're saying. Um, yeah, I'd have to probably wait till next week. I can't really think of anything right now. Oh, well, you've got a week to think of a grill. <laughs> I'll definitely have something next week. Well, it's exciting to have the sports desk back. Uh, I've absolutely missed it. And as I said, we've got some crazy content coming your way very soon. We'll be back next Friday from Sam and Jay. Uh, This has been the sports desk on your Friday morning. This is Sin. We young people run the show.